cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hello. How are you doing right now? Welcome to another super, super, super exciting episode of Life with Lebang. My name is Lebang Khosana and you are tuned into cliffcentral.com. And congratulations for making the right choice. This is obviously the only place that you want to be right now because I've got a jam-packed show lined up for you. I'm feeling really good today. I'm feeling really excited. I think I woke up on the right side of the bed, which is always a good thing. And I think... We're on episode 26 Which is good Because it means next week we're on episode 27 And 27 is my favorite number So we, we, need, to, we need to hook up a little something special um, For you next week Maybe we'll come in with like a cake or something Just to celebrate, you know Just to bring in the good vibes And today I'm going to be speaking about something that I think maybe one in three people Have possibly experienced this now, please note, I, I just made up that number. Uh, that is just uh, my assumption that one in three people have possibly gone through this. Maybe more. It could be less. But it's something that I absolutely cannot stand. Oh, I hate it so much. Imposter syndrome. Oh, it's like a disease. It feels like a disease. If you don't know what imposter syndrome is, I'm here to tell you, it's loosely defined as doubting yourself, doubting your abilities, and almost feeling like a fraud in your own body. It's like, you know when you wake up and you're like, no man, I know I can do this, I know I'm good at this, but why am I doubting myself? It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who kind of find it difficult to accept their accomplishments and many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Now, if this sounds familiar, if this sounds like I'm describing you, I'd like to apologize in advance. It might be a triggering episode, but you know how it is here on Life with Lebang. I generally enjoy speaking about these real-life things because, you know, sometimes they just hit you and you're like, bam, what is this one? And then you can find an episode of whatever it is on Life with Lebang, and hopefully afterwards, you'll feel a little bit better. So let's talk about some of the triggers of imposter syndrome because it's really just holding us back as a country, man. Just as a, as a people, imposter syndrome is holding us all back so there's lots of situations that can trigger these feelings and they differ in you know in all ways could be by race gender sexual orientation age even religion all of these things can feel a sense of being a fraud and it's also exaggerated uh, mm, exaggerated you see why school is important guys <laughs> Look, whatever your trigger is, these feelings can lead to damaging habits. And I've always wondered, like, as I said, it feels like the imposter syndrome is a disease. I've always wondered where it comes from. Is this something that you're born with? Is this something that you kind of make up for yourself as you go through life? Or is this something that like is maybe an, an, like a, an effect or a consequence of how you were raised? That I'll answer at the end of the show. But for now, I'll get into the five different types of imposter syndrome and the five ways that we can battle each one. So take out your notepads, hit the record button. This is the part where I really want you to pay attention because after listening to this, 
Imposter syndrome needs to be a thing of the past. Hashtag imposter syndrome must fall. Number one, the perfectionist. Perfectionism and imposter syndrome often go hand in hand. Now, this is hard for me to talk about because I'm getting a bit triggered. Perfectionists set excessively high goals for themselves And when they fail to reach that goal They experience major self-doubt And worry about measuring up And it doesn't help That we're living in a time Where social media is just this extreme You know, world of comparison Where, you know, you're always looking At the person next to you and saying Oh, but that person's driving a better car Damn, that person goes to a better school Damn, look at that person It seems like they really have their life in order Damn, you know, we're constantly being pitted against one another, whether it's we're doing it to ourselves or it's being done for us or by us. We kind of always feel like that. So imagine if you're a perfectionist. Oh, this is just so traumatic. Imagine if every single thing that you do needs to be squeaky clean and that one time it's not. You'll feel like crap. You'll feel like, man, I'm not worthy. Man, I maybe am not the person that I thought I was. If this is sounding like you or it's sounding like someone you know, you need to ask these questions. Have you ever been accused of being a micromanager? Do you have great difficulty delegating? Even when you're able to do so, do you feel frustrated and disappointed in the results? When you miss this insanely high mark on something, do you accuse yourself of not being cut out for this job? Do you feel like your work must always be 100% perfect 100% of the time? If these are things that sound familiar, then honey, I have got news for you. You may be suffering from imposter syndrome because it's okay to make mistakes. You need to learn that mistakes are going to happen and take them in their stride, you know, viewing them as a natural part of the pro- process, not that if you fail, then it's it's over for you. There's nothing else you can do. If you fail, you need to view that as an opportunity to start again and pick up where you left off. In addition, you need to push yourself to act before you're ready. Force yourself to start the project you've been planning for months. I mean, procrastination is also just a hell of a drug. It's so easy to just like want to sit on your couch all day and keep postponing that thing that you need to like, I'll get to it tomorrow. No, 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 no. I'll get to it tomorrow. Do today what you plan to do tomorrow. I'll say that again because it's just so powerful. It's just so powerful, man. Do today what you plan to do tomorrow. The truth is, they'll just never be the perfect time and your work will never be 100% flawless. So the sooner you can understand that and you can accept that, then the better off you'll be. The second type of imposter is the superwoman or the superman. Hmm. Now, since people who've experienced this phenomenon are convinced that they're phonies amongst the real deal colleagues or people around them, they often push themselves to work harder and are harder to measure up. Now, if this sounds familiar, then I'm talking to you, Superman, Superwoman. Do you stay late at the office than the rest of your team? Even past the point that you've completed like the work of the day? Are you that guy that says, no, I'll close the office, it's cool. Yeah, sure, it's midnight. Are you that guy? Do you get stressed when you're not working and find downtown completely wasteful? Like, do you fill your weekends with more work? Do you like not go out with friends and not hang out with your family because you're just working? 
Have you abandoned your hobbies and your passions just so that you can get some work done? And I'm going to put that in the verse of comments. Get some work done. And lastly, do you feel like you haven't truly earned your title? So you feel pressured to work harder and longer than those around you to prove your worth? If this is sounding familiar, then you are suffering from being the superman or superwoman. You're just pushing yourself too much. It's not necessary. As you become more attuned to internal validation and able to nurture your inner confidence that states you're competent and skilled, then you'll be able to ease off the gas as you gauge how much work is reasonable. And it goes back to that comparison thing. Find your enough. And the place that you locate that is on the inside. There's no person outside of yourself that should validate you and say, Oh, well, I'm your boss. I'll dictate whether you are worthy or not. It doesn't work like that. You have to look on the inside because you know you best. Or you should know you best anyway. The third type of imposter is the natural genius. Dare I say the likes of Kanye West. (laughs) Who, as we know, you know, is constantly going through it. Constantly going through it. And it happens. It happens to some people. Some people choose to do something about it. Others maybe won't do anything about it. But that's why we have these kinds of conversations. So that if you ever do experience something like this, then here's how you can solve it. If you're the natural genius, then, you know, this person judges their competence and speed and how great they work as opposed to how much effort they're putting in. So let me give you some examples. Are you used to excelling without much effort? Oh, this, this is dangerous. Do you have a track record of getting straight A's or gold stars in everything you do? Were you that kid in nursery school that your teacher would put a gold star on the forehead every day? Every day, every day. Was that you? And in your adult life, you're reminding people of that? Were you told frequently as a child that you're, oh, you're the smart one of the family. You're the one that's, you know, the cleverest of them all. Do you dislike the idea of having a mentor because you feel like you can just do your own thing and handle things on your own? When you're faced with a setback, does your confidence tumble because not performing well provokes a feeling of shame? And lastly, do you often avoid challenges because it's so uncomfortable to try something you're not good at? Hey man, this is so triggering. Oh, Well, I want you to move past this. I want you to try seeing yourself as a work in progress. You are not a complete project. As a person, there are still things you're going to learn. There are still things you're going to figure out about yourself, about the world, about how you perceive the world. So it's not fair to put that kind of pressure on yourself. Accomplishing great things involves lifelong learning and skill building. Even the most confident people don't know everything. Even Kanye West, the self-proclaimed genius, still has so much to learn and so much to still discover about himself, about his kids, about his life, about his creative process. You may think that, okay, you've clocked it. I'm the best doctor in the country. I've clocked my skill. There's nothing more I can learn. 
like, no. The answer is no. There's still things you're going to learn. And don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. You may be very skilled at that particular thing, but there's still things that you're going to learn. Let's move over to the soloist. Oof. Already you can tell what kind of person this is What kind of imposter syndrome this is The soloist suffer, suffers Because they feel as though Asking for help re- Reveals too much And they just They can't They'd rather suffer alone And I mean sure it's, I mean it's okay to be independent If anything We encourage independence But not to the extent that you refuse assistance So that you can prove your worth You need to be able to work with other people To seek help in certain areas Where you may not be that strong Because no one woman or no one man is an island Do you firmly feel that you need to accomplish things on your own? If the answer is yes Then you're struggling from being a soloist If you say to yourself, well, I don't really need anyone's help. I can actually just do this on my own. (sighs) Honey, you are a soloist. And lastly, do you frame requests in terms of the requirements of the project rather than your needs as a person? I am absolutely guilty of this. I am so guilty of this. It's not even funny. Like, I'll never just outright say, yo, dude, like... I need gas money Let's say it's like It's just a tough time of the I can I, For whatever reason I just struggle with I'll always be like Oh I need to fetch the kids And then after this I need to go over there And then I need to drive over there Yo Like sure So many people Will be affected If If I don't get gas money And I'll just like Sort of wait for you To realize that I'm actually trying to Ask you for money I I suck at it But I want to be better And I will be So let's realize that there's no shame in asking for help when we need it. You know, if you don't know how to do something, ask a coworker. Hey, how do I do this? It's okay. You're never going to know everything, soloist. You're never going to have everything. But there's always somebody out there that can assist you. And there's always somebody that you can assist. Now, the last type of imposter syndrome is the expert. Now, the expert measures their competence based on what and how much they know or can do. Believing that they will never know enough, they fear being exposed as inexperienced or unknowledgeable. Yeah, no, these people are low-key irritating. I won't lie. (laughs) Yo, low-key, just like, you know. Do you shy away from applying to job postings unless you meet every single educational requirement? And a lot of people are currently job hunting, so this could be you if you're listening. Are you constantly seeking out training or certifications because you think you need to improve your skills in order to succeed? Even if you've been in your role for some time, can you, for some time, can you relate to feeling like you still don't know enough? Or do you shudder when someone says, hey, you know, you're actually an expert at this. Do you always go, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. It's okay to own it. It's true that there's always more to learn and striving to bulk up your skill set can definitely help you make strides professionally and keep you in the competitive job market space. But if you take it a bit too far, this tendency to endlessly seek out more information can just actually, it can bite you in the ass. It can just be a form of like procrastination and you won't even see it coming or see it happening. So start practicing just in time learning. This means like acquiring a skill just when you need it. For example, if your responsibilities change, rather than hoarding knowledge, 
for false for false comfort. Alright? So be more comfortable with who you are. Don't always want to know everything about everything because it can come across as a bit crass and it can come across as a bit like uncomfortable for those around you. Right? So if you think that imposter syndrome is only a you thing, there's a couple of people that have suffered from it. A couple of public figures that have suffered from it and that have also been very open about their experience with imposter syndrome. The first being Bonang Mateba, who is one of South Africa's greatest entertainment exports. She's known for her work ethic, her determination, her generosity. I mean, she is a legend in South African entertainment. She's known as Queen Bee, but she has revealed that she's also suffered from imposter syndrome and all the time. She recalls sitting with Angelina Jolie and having a conversation with her. And she remembers thinking, how the hell did I get here? What am I doing here? Am I even worthy of this? And then she thought, why not? Because if not me, then who? And that's the kind of attitude that you need to carry yourself with, right? Is that I deserve to be in the space. I deserve to be in the room that I'm in right now. I am worthy of being where I am right now. And it's not by mistake. It's not an accident that I'm here. You are where you are because you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. And don't let anybody else make you feel like you actually aren't supposed to be there. That's another thing where there's just people in the world who will try and just like pull you down and just kind of question your worth and say, oh, but how did that person get the job? How did that person get that opportunity? Don't let lame people treat you like that because your lame people will do that. Hey, and they'll do it very much. But anyway, let's not hop on about lame people I'm going to hop on about you and how great you can be And I want you to remember that imposter syndrome is just all in the mind I'm personally going to start working on it And I hope that you'll also start working on it so we can work on it together And so that we can know that, okay, cool, this thing is not going to run our lives For the rest of our lives And it's something of the past It's just something of the past And it doesn't need to be your reality Always remember that it does not need to be your reality There are ways to get out of feeling like you are not meant to be where you are. You're meant to be there because you are chosen, honey. You are chosen and you are worthy, most importantly. So that's Life with Lebang for today. And thank you for tuning in. And stay tuned because, as I said, next week, it's episode 27. Super excited. I'm going to try bring a cake if you can remind me to do so. <laughs> My name is Lebang Hosanna and you are still tuned in to cliffcentral.com. Till we meet again. Cliffcentral.com.